Happy Tuesday. Good morning and hello everyone. October the 23rd and we are cruising through a God-blessed celebration of Fitting Room here in Bixby, Oklahoma. Yes, it's uh, it's been a very sweet week so far and uh, it's just Tuesday, but we did start Saturday evening, but we have just the the sweetest couples. They're they're sweetly wild too. They're kind of a a wild bunch, I think. We do have a wild bunch this time, <laughs> which you know sometimes that can be really healthy. I think. Yeah. Just the um, the heart for anything is possible. Yeah. Yeah. This is our first time where they're all all the couples are staying in one place, so that's a very different dynamic, and they are making the most of it. I think it's safe to say they're bonding really well, and so... <laughs> yeah, hopefully they bond uh, with within the marriage as much <laughs> right. as they're bonding without, but but it's good. Uh-huh. It's just lovely. So, yeah, what an amazing week we're having. Yeah, a lot of fun, a lot of fun. So we will... Um, this is probably our earliest recorded podcast. Yes. It's early in the morning, and we're... <laughs> <laughs> very happy. We're talking very slow and low. <laughs> our, our voices are still waking up. So. They, they are. They are in our register. Raspy. Both okay. of us. Both of us are kind of down in the. Yeah, we got a lower octave. Tenor. Today. Tenor to bass. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That, that's healthy. It, it, it is. It yeah. is. Well, um, it's been a glorious time with Papa, and we just want to share some of the things that he's saying this week as we enter into more and more that is in his heart for a season such as this, a time such as this. One of the things that Papa keeps saying to me is a reminder and reminding me and reminding us that there are places and there are things that God has called for noble purposes And when he does that and we interact with those places, that there is a holiness that is seen and is real in that place or in that thing or even in that person. And that the holiness is his presence. It is the the call of God, the acceptance of those royal priests that he has called to be the stewards of that place or the steward of that thing, um, or even that person themselves. And so because of that, there's, there's almost a sacredness. And I, I feel like Papa's saying that, that we've lost touch in the, in the sacredness and the holiness. And there was a day when there were places that we would go and we would take our shoes off when we went into those places, like, Mm -hmm. like to us, those places were holy. Mm -hmm. And, um, and, you know, almost like in the old days where you, you would, you would recognize that there's something special about this, um, this place, whether it's land, um, whether it's a building and, you know, that we have people right now, family right now, that are discovering new lands that God has called them to, new 
places, new buildings, new uh, furniture, new new cars, new different things that, that God is calling them to. And as we uh, step into that call, recognizing the holiness that that grows as we respond to Papa in those places and his will, his way is being done, that the kingdom of heaven is being established on earth in those places or or with with those things. And like, um, if you think about this is sort of an unusual example, but uh, if a person is writing a book in a journal, that journal almost gets a sacredness to it. Uh, um, a musician that is worshiping the Lord through a, an instrument, that instrument has a holiness to it. There's a sacredness that takes place because it's being used, God's will, God's way for his glory. Um, land that he has called us to occupy, to uh, nurture, to steward. As we take steps forward, each step that, that we take forward the sacredness, the holiness in that place becomes more and more uh, visible, more and more discernible. And for us to be able to respond to that. And I think that's just one of many things that we're, uh, many gifts that we're opening, many things that we're going to get to dive into, delve into with Papa and discover what is in his heart in this day, in, in this year, of the church, what is in his heart for our recognizing the holiness and um, and acknowledging it, and how do we express that, and 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 how does that cause us to treat places or things or people with a respect, with an honor, with a love that is um, equal to what is happening there. And uh, so it's a journey that we're on and maybe a return in many respects. Yeah, I know for um, the new Hebrew year, as we walk through um, Rosh Hashanah and into the new year, one of the things he was talking about was fully occupying the space that he's given us, the space and the span and, you know, those dimensions and and just setting them apart as sacred. <clears throat> so sorry for all my throat clears. I drank my jug of water and now everything's circulating. Um, <clears throat> but marking these things, setting them apart is sacred. And I know we were talking about that yesterday, even in the fitting room, about really exploring the places where are we safe for each other. And this was in the context of, of marriage, but... You know, really being willing to see those times where if we're asking the Lord, you know, what what is my person struggling with? And if the Lord says you, um, understanding that probably just means you may not have been a safe place for them to give into, to um, sow into for various reasons, maybe reaction or just impatience or, you know, because I think <clears throat> we're in a... It's, it's not a season, really. I think it's a cycle of this swiftness instead of sacred. You know, we want to get through everything fast, check it off our list, instead of really linger there and let it be sacred. And 
we were talking about that yesterday too, just lingering. Are we willing to linger with each other through the delight? Obviously we are, but what about the difficulties? What about those places where we're yet becoming who we're created to be? Will we linger there too and understand we were trusted with each other in that capacity? So I think all that was just kind of in me um, from yesterday because we, we really do have just quite an engaged group of couples. Like they're just, just so, uh, it's all about the fullness that he has for each of them. And so um, I did wake up in the night, which is funny because I just celebrated yesterday how the Lord never gets me up in the night. <laughs> and then he did. <laughs> but I just had this refrain going through, going through me. And now I'm a person who, you know, beginning with Sukkot, with the Feast of Tabernacles, it's Christmas music, you know, and I don't subject everyone else to it from, in this case, September through January, but I am right there. You know, it's all Christmas music. And so, but I had this, the refrain of let earth receive her king. Mm. And it just, it kind of um, really just stirred me of, you know, how often do I ask if I'm a safe place for him so that I can fully receive him? And we had talked yesterday about when we really become a safe place for each other, the world will become a safe place. And and wanting this to be such a safe place for his holiness, for that sacred space um, that we create for him, we are the priests preparing the way of the Lord. And just the thought of earth, all of earth, you know, all of creation, that would be people, places, things, being able to fully receive him, like no hindrance to receive him. And um, so I just really have been kind of ruminating with that this morning, you know, and, and letting him reveal to me any place I'm not safe for him. And I think what I was finding just this morning for me is it is those places where I'm not willing to linger. It's like, okay, that was good. Now let's go on to this, you know, my agenda instead of lingering in his plan and letting him unfold it and, and letting him show me the things that are yet to be prepared so I can be part of that. So he can be fully received, whether that's in my heart or whether it's in another person or it's a part of creation. And just it had me thinking about just some holy spaces, sacred places we've been. Um, obviously, we have some right here that we get to occupy daily for the most part and and not wanting to take those for granted and not, like, I remember being in, I think this was South Carolina, and uh, it was the first um, place that the Jewish people had settled in South Carolina, and it had been their synagogue, and it had been burned, uh, and they had rebuilt in another place. But this spot, I mean, like, I was just, if the ground had opened and swallowed me up, and I just was there 
<laughs> you know, from that moment on, that would have been fine because it was just, I don't know, you, it was like inhabiting the praise of a people like that had recognized him and and just so stirred my desire that any place we've been becomes that. Like we, somebody can come the next moment, the next day, the next year and inhabit the praise we already released and join into it. You know, that there's, there's never this start from scratch. I don't think we have time for that. We must, we must create, um, just set apart, I guess, these spaces he's already created for us to recognize him and, and thinking of that again in context of, of the fitting room and, um, Marriage and just you know it's kind of the the say sacred space we're occupying this week um because it, these times mean so much to us, but you know in Hebrew culture, um a young girl was given a vial of oil, you know, so a bottle of oil, and it was sealed, so it wasn't something she couldn't open it and smell it and you know put the stopper back in it was sealed. And the purpose of it was to, on her wedding uh, day, in that moment, because so much of the the wedding was very public, even the preparation, all those things were very public. And now there's this sacred space that the bride and groom occupy. And one of the things the bride would do after this, this wait, you know, with the groom, for this moment to come was she would break that seal and anoint his head with that oil. And the declaration was that she recognized him, like she recognized who he was. And I think that so much of those sacred spaces and and spans that we have is when we recognize him, that as much as we're preparing the way for him, He's already prepared the place for us to be able to recognize him. So we want it to be safe for him. We want it to be sacred for him. We want it to be set apart for him, like forever. Not just for that moment that we're there, but for anybody that occupies that that space after us. And that, that can not be just a land or building, but each other. Like when we recognize um, that he's always been in us, like we're in his image, so we're always on this journey of revealing it. And when we recognize that in another person, we become safe. You know, we become safe for his character and his um, presence and his plan and his purpose. Um, and we begin revealing it more as we recognize him in each other. And so just thinking about um, that, just even in this beautiful way, we get to prepare each other and places and creation and everything for him, and that's forgiveness. And I think just this morning, I, I just grabbed hold again of the beauty of that, like the gift of that just rending of Christ, the rending of 
the Father, the rending of heaven to release that as such a gift, not just given to us, but we give, you know, and I think because there's so many, you know, divided places and and places where there's this expectation that you choose a side and that's this declaration of where you stand instead of where you dwell, that you know, it can, we told this story years ago and I'm going to have all the facts wrong. So it's me, you know, this is going to happen, but it was a season where, um, Israel, and I think it was Turkey were, um, had had some issues where there was a real need for reparations. And so, uh, one of the, one of them, I believe, um, I don't remember which one it was, so I won't put it on either of them. But they were trying to find a way to bring the reparation without repenting. So kind of being able to say, you know, it was more like, I'm so sorry about that, but if you hadn't been standing in my way, it wouldn't have happened. Mm -hmm. And so they're like, they're trying, understanding how much like repentance would mean to the Jewish people and that return they're trying to figure out how to bring this reconciliation without taking blame or fault. And so really being able to apologize, but not really occupy the fullness of, of that gift we've been given. And so kind of, you know, I'm sorry I've stepped on your foot, but if your foot hadn't been there, I wouldn't have stepped on it. And how, we can kind of do that when we kind of absorb um, the atmosphere that is an effect of what's happening in the world instead of setting the atmosphere, we can kind of enter into that without recognizing it and not truly give the gift of forgiveness or especially give the gift of repentance, of really returning and saying, I'm sorry that, you know, that was not my intent. I hurt you just being able to say that. And thank you for giving me a place to return to, you know, and really offering that to each other. Um, And I think it's so easy to see that in forgiveness like that is the fullness. We we are not putting ourselves outside of a boundary God's created, but we are softening ourselves or making ourselves... um, sacred space where someone could return when he puts everything in motion for that. But to be able to repent and actually just say without any, you did this, if you hadn't, I wouldn't have, but just, that was me. You know, that was, that was my, that was my missed target. That was my aim that was off. That was my distraction, that was my deception, whatever it was, and to be able to really return to a person fully in that redemption, fully in that gift he gives us, um, just completely vulnerable to, um, this is where I was, this is where I want to be. And I think we create such a holy place for him when we're able to do that. And uh, we mark 
we mark an entire relationship as holy. Uh, you know, that space of that relationship and the span of it, the time that that relation has, relationship has been in existence in a tangible way becomes set apart for him in that moment. And, um, yeah, just, I don't know, I feel like that's just really in his heart right now. So, Thank you, Papa. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a good word. Well, we are so grateful to have these moments with you <clears throat> and uh, with each other. As, yeah. <laughs> as yeah. uh, <laughs> bad sounding as we were this morning, but oh, in a good way. Yeah, in a good way. We're we're up and we'll get this sent and we'll get posted. But um, we're grateful to have words that matter <clears throat> in a time when words don't matter. Mm. Um, in, other, in other places, you know, just in a world where they're used frivolously instead of um, faithfully. So we're grateful for that. Love you all. We talk. will see you soon. Yeah, and talk to you next week.